0: Welcome to the August edition of the Entrepreneurial Life podcast. The title for this month is Do What Is Necessary. Perfection is achieved not when there is nothing more to add, but when there is nothing left to take away. Too often we waste our time striving for perfection. The finishing touches come too early in the process. We hold on to little things without knowing their use. Do what is necessary and do it right without getting lost in the finer details. Put your energy into several small experiments rather than into a masterpiece. Minimize the work and maximize the learning experience. This month, don't ask if something is perfect, but if it is right and enough. That's a big one. Mm. It's a big one. A controversial one also. Why do you think it's controversial? I think this one is controversial because... um, I constantly uh, oscillate between these two states. Mm. You know, because I'm working mainly in music and um I kind of feel that in music you also have to do perfection in a way for like a couple, for, for mastering
1: the 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 song or something.
0: So, yeah, something like that. Like I kind of I kind of oscillate between going like, "Oh, the sentiment is perfect then," you know, just now, before even all the processes are applied to it. But then I oscillate between like, you know, in a way there's so many different musical journeys people can take nowadays, like thousands and thousands of new ones even every week, you know, that going for that extra 20%, you know, will probably mean that a lot more people have access to your track in a way, you know, because people are seeking also the best journeys. However, it can also be an illusion that trying to get that extra 20% will make it better and not worse. You know, mm. so it, it's like a circular set of, of thinking.
2: Yeah. You know, um, Chris speaking here, by the way, and, and uh, we, uh, we, I realized we haven't introduced ourselves. I left the so. last 20% of my <laughs> intro. <because> who
0: cares? <laughs> who cares of the introduction?
2: Well, it was good and, and it was uh, enough. Uh, I took it away. <laughs> there was Charlotte and then there was Philip and then there was Chris. And um, Chris, uh, as a myself, was just thinking when you were talking and, uh, that uh and, and you were reading this out, I was like, Well perfectionism is actually what we're is the the elephant in the room, uh here. And I asked myself, is it our friend or is it our foe? You know, and it's friend and foe. And in a way, you know, we strive for perfection. Um and I wonder, you know, is, is that really an achievable thing? You know, like, what is effect, uh, perfection really? You yeah. know, like, or whether striving for perfection in that sense is enough when we say, you know, do what is necessary and do what is, and make it enough. Be So, so you know, is maybe that the intent and the intention for perfection uh, already enough because it will always make us strive to improve, you know, the masterpiece, whether that is, music or whether that is our work I don't know I'm not I'm not having a full answer because I think yeah we go between friend and foe on this one
3: I also think it's highly controversial not only in music but also in business because Mm. um, everyone wants to uh, come across as striving for perfection or being perfect and I think it's also maybe the the most commonly used um perceived weakness in job interviews that, oh, yeah. that people say you know, yeah, my weakness is I'm too perfectionist, you know mm. <laughs> uh, which is kind of and you know it's it's becoming kind of um yeah like something it's becoming something attractive to have almost like an o c d you know with things mm. um and it's it's i mean in in the old business context that I've worked in for for many years it was something that people really emphasized that um that they had a very rigid structure within themselves uh, for them to be perfect and i think it's really important for us to break free from that in order to be creative and in order to to allow ourselves to make new stuff happen mm-hmm. um and something that we didn't plan that way
0: mm.
3: philip
2: um we all know that you have
1: uh, that i'm a perfectionist s- we all know <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, you, never get all y- you all. got me the eighty you percent. Know? In
2: in your um, <laughs> artwork of drawing um, that we can't show our listeners here, but um, let me tell you, people. Because Philip, it's
0: too x-rated. <laughs> <laughs> Not because you couldn't see it on the format.
2: Philip has an incredible gift um, of uh, visualizing even mm. the most complexest uh, meeting content that we have into little pictograms, and um, if you look at it, then um, it tells a story of, um, to me, as not the producer, but the consumer of um, your artistic skills, um, it tells me a story of a strong strive for perfection, so I'm just handing over to you, um, Philip, (laughs) on, um, you know, like, what drives you um, when you just, you know, because... It's like a stenography it's, of what you do, you know, like it's just that, that you're, you're taking notes, but you're not writing the notes and you're not writing steno- stenographic, you know, cryptic signs, but you're drawing pictures of... Yeah, I would draw a picture
1: talking. of you and maybe draw a speech bubble next to you and like right. what, w- yeah. the most important things you said. But if you'd in, be
2: driven by perfectionism, nothing would be oh, coming I, on I,
1: paper. Oh, I really, I'm really struggling with the stuff that I do okay. in terms of I look at them afterwards and I was like, oh... I wish I could have done this differently, but the, it's interesting. Is the format as being doing it live mm. and doing it instantly? It 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 kills the strife for me in being perfect, and mm. it's the only way I produce these kind of artworks. I, I used to be you know painting a lot and these kind of things, but I don't do this <laughs> that much anymore okay. because I I'm so struggling with like oh like I have to redo this part and redo this part, mm. but doing it in this live format. I actually I'm forced to do it right away, okay. And it's the only way I produce.
2: So you're doing what is necessary and what is enough in that moment.
1: Yes, because mm. that's that's the only way it, it works. I mean, that's that's the way it format works.
2: Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Mm. So um, I'm really I'm really uh, struck by like trying to trying to get out of that perfectionism. Mm. And this is a way like that would be a way in terms of like it needs to be done when the talk is over. Mm. So. I'm just doing what the best I can, you know, and I have to feel happy with it. And mm-hmm. that's a, that's a, like a personal challenge for me. Saying like, what came out of this, you know, was the best I could do at that moment. Like it's this little little golden rule. Like it was not that I was I was slacking or anything. Mm. I did the best I could, and what came out of it is actually good. And and that's something I need to you know acknowledge myself. So isn't,
3: sorry, but isn't perfection always very subjective i mean uh we always talk about perfection like there's one common perception of perfection <laughs> but in the end i mean you know y- your image of perfection might be completely different than the one th- that i have you know depending on the context so i mean we might as well just be happy with our current subjective feeling of perception
1: yeah
3: because that also changes over time, you know, what I think is perfect today, for example, if I write a text and I think it's perfect today and it needs to go to press today, and then in a few days I might think differently, you know, it's going to change over time, so you might as well free yourself, you know, because it's in flux, I guess, as mm. everything else.
1: It, it, it comes back to when we think about do what's necessary, like mm. necessary in, in in what relation, like what's the what's the goal at that point? writing the article for the for the newspaper i mean the purpose is it needs you know somebody will be informed tomorrow exactly by this, right yeah. so it's it's clearly what what you can do for this um and at the end of the day maybe you need to balance it between i don't know like your your private life or staying until until the deadline of the press uh, <laughs> the newsletter of the of the newspaper is like on
2: just um remember um a line in a meditation and a guided meditation that you know over the years I I kept listening back to um, and there's this line that says this very moment is your masterpiece and it's that one moment, that line I mean I don't remember anything else from this me- meditation really um, but it comes from the words of Patanjali um, who's written um, quite a lot of very interesting insights into life and Um, this one line just always keeps popping back into my mind when I'm struck by perfectionism and I lose myself in details and whatever I do is not good enough and Chris, you know, just stop doing this. It's just shit what you're doing. And then I'm like, no. What if this moment is my masterpiece? You know, and this is as good as it it gets right now, Mm. you know, and... What if this is the masterpiece right in this moment? Because you put all your best that you could do in this moment into it. So then that's the masterpiece. And maybe that's, you know, an increment. And, you know, like, like you and said, set, you know, like with a musical piece or whatever, it's it gets better and better and better. But in that very moment, this is your masterpiece. And it's something that often helps me when this line pops back up in my mind and you know the inner critic paralyzes me and comes with not good enough not good enough mm. you know like no masterpiece
0: mm. <laughs> it's a beautiful line
3: how do you decide and that um something is perfect and that it's ready to
1: well release? how about when something's done because that's <laughs> <very interesting. laughs> like how do you define your own definition of done for the work that you do yeah it's very because that that's thats the, you know, conflict I hear, I see.
0: Yeah. Um, it's not defined, you know. So every single piece has its own when it's done. And I think about this all the time. All the time. Because I make demos, demos, which are already, for me, very cool, you know. So I already enjoy to listen to them. Uh, however... I also know how much better they can be made because I make it very quickly, very rough to in order to express myself. And then I know, oh, this thing that I just played in on this representation of a saxophone or, you know, or whatever, I could get an amazing player in an amazing studio and an amazing performance and mix it amazingly well. And that would just replace that detail, you know? And that can make it 5% better. Would I?
1: Would I hear it the difference me as that's an what I,
0: that's what i don't know and then and uh i'm also not making it for your your to hear the difference as well <laughs> that, that depends, you know, like, that's depends that's the definition of I'm done like is it done it. for
1: you in terms of when you feel yeah. like there's nothing to add yeah. or if the purpose is oh
0: somebody enjoys the music and like can't hear the difference and like you know yeah then it's done i think you know there's this 80 percent thing and then there's this 110 percent thing And then there's a 95% thing. I'm going to introduce a new number into this. (laughs) And I think I go for 95%. Okay. Yeah. Because the 5% is the most highly fluctuating and most Mm -hmm. hard to ever pin down. Because Mm -hmm. what happens... um, I've created some tracks where um, there's been hardly any time limit. As in... um, Especially when I work with electronic artists, I find that there's so much freedom... Because I already know the functionality of the drums that they're going to do are going to fulfill the purpose of the track. And if I'm working with someone good, I know they're gonna do it really well. So then I know that like what I have to do on top is, is quite free, you know, and I can just I can let myself be very free, very expressive, and then I can pick from this. In in electronic music, you often only need a a small proportion of material. You don't need four verses and pre-choruses and choruses and all this kind of stuff. And I can pick like a small amount of material that's very pure, that I think is beautiful. And then those things combined will probably make like a track that's like, if I worked for two more weeks on it, I don't think it would be better materially speaking. So sometimes I've just done something in a couple of days or a day even, and I'm done, and then I listen to it, and I'm like, it's perfect, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's other songs where I've worked for three or four months, actually, you know, and I'm like, I don't, I still don't know about the sound of this particular part, mm-hmm. and it drives you mad, you know, and uh, so I don't know what the answer is, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a fixed, it constantly goes between like, Wouldn't it be great if I accepted 80% and then I could put out 100 tracks a year? Mm. And then some of those tracks that would never get released, otherwise might be some people's favorite tracks and change their life, you know? Or do I decide like, no, because if someone comes across my stuff and the first thing they come across is something that I did kind of sloppily, but had good intention, Mm. might make up their mind like, this is what I get from this person. So I don't need to come back here. You know what I mean? And Chris has got a question.
2: No, just uh, not a question, but more like a hypothesis that sort of formed into my mind in my mind while yeah. listening to you, and also going back to the initial friend or foe mm. of perfectionism. You know, is it either or? And I listening to you, I really and also you know listening to Philip, um, really made me wonder. You know, whether this. The space in between perfectionism, you know, creates a necessary tension, Mm. you know. Is this the source of creative tension, you know. It can be um, the source of absolute paralysis, you know. If we want to make perfection the goal, you know, and not the piece of music is the goal, Mm -hmm. but... It's the perfection that is the goal. Yeah. So if th- then it can paralyze us completely. If we accept that we're striving, you know, it, it kind of we navigate the space between. We go from one extreme to the other, but it creates that friction and tension that we can use actually as a creative source mm. rather than paralysis. I don't know. I wonder. Just. Yeah. Charlotte you're <laughs> nodding you're nodding help, help, me. <laughs> you're nodding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> help me here Charlotte. what should I do should I make should I release you know 100 tracks a year that are 80% or 7 tracks a year that are 100% you know <laughs>
3: <laughs> well you know I mean I'm all for the slow and um, mm-hmm. for uh, making sure um, the quality is right yeah um, I'm just not for uh putting yourself under so much pressure that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can't act freely anymore yeah, 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 yeah um but definitely i mean if I mean the material needs to be in a state that you're happy with, yeah yeah,
0: it's a very interesting point about uh time um because I have an example of i I, I recently produced um an album of an artist, and there's some featured songwriters that are being produced by Daft Punk at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, this guy I'm producing was talking to them about how it's like to work with them. And one of their main pieces of ad- of advice was, take ages with it. As in, try to keep as long a time before you release it. Because then, if it didn't get old, you know it's really good. And that's, like, very, very interesting. So, um, if, for example, you think, like, that text is perfect for today it probably also reflects the idea that this is a weekly or a daily or a monthly um, edition Mm. of something, you know?
1: Mm.
0: Whereas in music, for example, people are making things that will live longer than they will actually live, Mm. you know? And can kind of live forever. So then taking a a reasonably longer time to ensure that it's good quality is probably wise, you know? Yeah. So your hypothesis is if I get closer to the hundred percent, it's
1: more likely to sustain over a longer period of time.
3: Yeah, exactly. Then that also makes sense in a in a business in a business world. Actually, that if you invest the time upfront, even though it might look as if you're uh, falling behind, taking too long of a time, it might you know it will pay off in the long run, and you won't have to do it twice. You know.
1: Yeah, I think it has the potential, but it's not necessarily bound together as a caus- causality because you can do something 100%, but you might end up doing the wrong thing, right? And then it's worth nothing. Yeah, so, so to
0: tie that to tie those things together in, back into what we said at the start, you know, put your energy into several small experiments and minimize the work and maximize the learning experience. There's some sort of like middle ground here where mm-hmm. if like the first tracks that I make when I'm 21 or 22, I could have poured one year into them and they still wouldn't have be as good as what I can do now in one day Mm. because I tried to make so many things. Mm. So if I spent one year trying to make a song when I was 21 and just doing the same thing again when I'm 22, it still wouldn't have been the best thing in the world because I spent a year, you know? So it's like there's some middle ground there of like, if if you're really trying to to make something that lives forever now, you kind of also got to have an understanding of if you're even at that place, you know, like or mm. are you like if you're if you're if you're a BMW, you know, who have been making cars for however long, you know, I could understand why they would say we want to have a stab at creating like one of the best ever cars, you know, but if you're making your first, if you're in your first year of taking cars, you should probably just try and make <laughs> one, you know, like that drives, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Are we
2: getting to the 10,000 hour rule now of, you know, becoming a master in something you need to put in the hours to refine your skills?
0: I think it's um, just, I think it's like, Um. I think there's a combination of <coughs> how long the thing is going to live, you know, should a little bit determine how long you're going to put into it, you know. And then the second thing is just reflect at what point you are maybe on the on the ability to even take a stab at something perfect, you know? Because imagine you you would never, ever advise a student, which in, in in actual fact, we are all always students, but to take an actual student, you would never advise them to drop all their studies in order to focus on one project until it's actually perfect. You give them a deadline, you give them two weeks, do the best you can in two weeks and you will learn a lot from it, you know, and I will give you 70% and the other 30 is for you to think about, <laughs> 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 you know? And that's a beautiful way in, mm-hmm. in actual fact. Mm-hmm. But I imagine you said, like, no, I'll, okay, I'll let you drop all these other projects to, to, for you to focus all your time to try and get that extra 30, you know? Maybe they just need to 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 learn from that experience and go on to the next one so that in 10 years, you know, they can have a stab at one hundred, and the thing about one hundred is that it's also very naive to think we're in control of this last twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. Even if I yeah. take every single step to get a hundred, and I make ten tracks, maybe one of them gets it, and it's mm-hmm. nothing to do with me after that. You know, it's nothing to do with me which one of those it was. It's just destiny. You know. Mm. So uh I think I think like. I think that from that point of view, the going for the eighty means you will do more things. Whereas I think stri- striving, putting yourself in a position where a hundred can happen, if 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 all the conditions are right, mm. you know, doing your part in that, I think that's 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 kind of cool. And know? once you feel paralyzed, because I experienced this a yeah. couple of times in my
1: life, release it. Yeah, release it to get, to get you know, get this paralyzed, like get it out and see what happens there. Because you can you can end up spending your whole life perfectioning something yeah. once you've never tested it.
0: When you say release it, you mean actually s- just just Let finish it, it, as in just call it finished. It, it release can be anything.
1: It can be just showing it to somebody.
0: Yeah, calling it done,
1: leaving it and and never touch it again, or releasing it in, t- in terms of going public with it. Just yeah. oh, burn consider it. it done. Yeah, burn it <laughs> or consider it done and whatever you do with considering it yeah. then releasing what, what, it in terms of showing it or yeah
0: what's interesting about some of those things is that some of those things for me don't relieve my paralysis especially showing it to other people this is one thing that doesn't relieve mm. it, it actually sometimes increases paralysis because people give me feedback you know and and if i show it especially to more than one person i get differing feedback and now i'm Mm. In another weird position, because in a way they've confirmed for me that it's not perfect, because they have feed, feedback. But now they have differing feedback, so I don't even have one route to perfection. Now I've just been shown that I can't achieve perfection. You know? <laughs> oh, you have
3: two new tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, what is it? You know, what is it that it, 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 I still think about it? Like, what does it mean when it's done? It's like there's a great expression which I take comfort in sometimes, which is that. Uh, no artist ever completed, it is only abandoned. Mm. And it's like that sense of, mm. Charlotte, you need to have the article by tomorrow. You're never going to get it perfect, basically. You know, perfect from a universal standpoint. And that's not your work either. You know, like that whole expression of like, that's God's work in a way. You know, if you try to play with the master carpenter's tools, you'll probably get cut. Mm. You know?
2: <laughs> well, who's to... Who's to be the judge of that anyway, you know? Exactly,
0: exactly. Maybe but, um, that's
2: a good last, mm. famous last words. Hey, I hope it's not my <laughs> last words ever. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think that wraps up the August edition. I think we're at 95% now. Yeah. We're at 95 <laughs> so let's just What's cut it off now. What's next
2: in September? What uh, what will we uh, inspire ourselves and our listeners with in September.
0: It looks like the title is Share Responsibility. You don't have to carry the world on your shoulders. Oh,
2: that's a good one.
0: That is a good one. I am t- going to take <laughs> comfort in that. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is Trust Over Control. So goodbye Kay. from us. Enjoy your August <laughs> experience.
3: Talk soon. Thanks for listening. Ciao.
0: Bye.